Hello and welcome to the Young God Pod, a podcast for gods. I'm your host Rodney Omokache and in case you haven't noticed, I'm obsessed with the word God. I even go as far as to refer to myself as Young God on social media, which is risky because the word is so misunderstood and it can attract the wrong assumptions like cockiness, arrogance and the like. I know the risks of referring to myself as a god, but I also know my intentions and what it means to me. I made the decision not long ago that the the world was mine to shape in the image of my highest values and never to be given up to the misguided opinions of people who don't know me. I can live with a little misunderstanding, basically, that's what I'm saying. So one of my goals is to repurpose the word God. To reimagine what it means to be a god. When we first think of a god, we think in terms of ancient deities in, in traditional religions. We call them false gods. We think Greek mythology, Zeus, god of lightning and king of the gods, and the others that reside on Mount Olympus. Some think of Superman and, and, and his otherworldly attributes as godlike. We may even think of wealth and status as godly. Generally, when we think of a god, we think in terms of physical, athletic and intellectual superiority or religion. But when we think like this, it makes it hard to stomach the idea of us being gods ourselves. What if there was another way to think about being a god? Not as a position or status, but as a mentality, a means to personal empowerment. Let me explain. We are all made in the image of God, right? The creator of all things. We don't know what God looks like, so it's safe to assume that being made in his image is not a physical thing. It's not about looks or eye shape or or, or five fingers or height or whatever. It must be something deeper, something psychological or even spiritual. An indescribable force within. And the only thing that I can think of that we have in common with God is that power to create to bring forth anything we can imagine into existence. Granted, our creative ability is not extensive as God's. I mean, he created the sun, the stars, the seas, the land and every living creature, including us. But we humans are the next best thing in all of the universe. So by my understanding, a God is an individual who creates, not just things, but themselves and their reality. A God is an individual who exercises their free will creatively, intentionally, and strategically. You create yourself. You create your environment. You decide what kind of friends you want to have. You decide what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Even if you're not living it at the moment, you're doing things to make your vision a reality. That is the God mentality. At our best, we are able to truly fully tap into this creative power and make ourselves and the world around us much richer and and more meaningful. At our worst, we deny our creative power, whether consciously, subconsciously or under coercion, that's by force. And in this state, we tap into our lowest values and instincts that bring all kinds of harm to ourselves and the world. What this all means is that the word God is useful for getting us to think about 
who we would be if we evolved into the godly version of ourselves. I did some research and I found that the people in the world who embody this God mentality in all spheres of life have certain superpowers that make them stand out. I'm going to share some of those with you. There are a lot, but I picked my personal top 12, the ones that resonated with me. These wonderful yet unexpected characteristics are what distinguish a high-quality individual from the average person. Before I list them, listen to this soundbite by none other than P. Diddy, who is, who is an example of God. Here goes. You want to fucking walk around these roaches. These niggas is roaches. These niggas is mere motherfucking mortals. I'm trying to push you to supreme being. You don't want to motherfucking, you don't want to embrace your destiny. You want to get by. You don't want to go into the motherfucking dark where it's lonely. You can't handle the motherfucking, the pain of the motherfucking not knowing when shit is going to stop. let that sink in all right so here are the 12 superpowers that i i found gods have in common one they know who they are they don't have to ask you or i or anyone they don't need anyone to tell them about themselves they're long past that stage of not knowing or being unsure about who they are. They are aware of their godly heritage and they carry themselves accordingly. They know their strengths and weaknesses. They know what they bring to the table. They know their quirks and they own them. They are confident and self-secure. They know what they represent and they carry that with them wherever they go. Number two. They have mastered independent thinking. They have their own way of thinking on every issue. They are loyal to what is true, what is the truth, as opposed to tribal thinking or herd mentality. They are also open to receiving opinions that differ from others. They are even willing to change their minds if, I mean, in the presence of new information. This is a rare power that not everyone can develop. It takes a lot to think different from the crowd and arrive at your own conclusions about issues, even at the risk of having unpopular opinions. It's always better to think for yourself than for than like everyone else. Number three, they accept struggle as part of the journey to greatness. I heard someone once say, some men are meant to be happy. Sorry, I meant, um, I heard someone once say, some men are not meant to be happy. They're meant to be great. I was shook when I first heard this. These people, these gods have been through tests. They have carried their crosses. They know that struggle makes them stronger and wiser. And there's this quiet confidence that comes with knowing where you've been and what you've overcome. It's one of the reasons I respect fitness people. 
that's fit for man the likes the gym rats as they say they know firsthand that pain comes comes before gain and anyone who's trying to do anything worth doing should embrace that that's the god mentality yo. number four they have unwavering self-belief i know i said earlier that struggle is necessary but there are levels to this shit some obstacles are so impossible that it requires unwavering faith in god and in yourself people like tiger woods cristiano ronaldo come to mind some problems don't just attack you physically or mentally they go they go straight to the core of your being your psyche where your self-worth is located this is where being in tune with your inner god comes into play because just an ounce of self-doubt will make you quit will make you give up will make you settle think of athletes that come back from career-ending injuries you know what that takes that that or, or or people who had to believe in themselves when nobody would believe in them that's that's some god that's that that's that's that god mind right there number 5 they they make their own values they live life by their own rules because you know because they know who they are they know what works for them they know their speed they know their rhythm then they create value systems that agree with those, you know, that, that agrees with them, that will maximize their strengths. The opposite would be to live by the values of another person or some organization or group or ideology. That's how you end up being and thinking like everyone else. And if you're like everyone else, well, you already know what that's like. Number six, they know exactly what they want out of life. They are long past that stage of not knowing what they are passionate about or what their purpose is, or what they want to do with their lives. They've done the hard work of figuring that out. Now they have clarity of focus. They have a reason to get up every day. They know where they want to go, even if they, they may not know how to get there. And they and they know that not knowing how to get there is just part of the journey. You cannot rush a god. Number seven, they are emotionally intelligent. They are well aware of how untrustworthy the emotions are, how they can color our perception of reality. They are good at judging their own emotions and just as good at reading the emotions of others. This is a a superpower that can be abused because people stack very easily. Once you understand how emotions work, you can use that information to do a lot of things. You know how they say with great responsibility, or I mean with great power comes with great responsibility. Yeah. Be careful around someone who knows who knows a lot about handling emotions. Number eight, they are self-reliant. Before they go to anyone, they go to themselves first. They use their own standards of judgment. 
They rely on themselves for guidance. They hold themselves account- accountable. You know, this is not to say that they don't ask for help or have people who help them. But, you know, they know that everything they need is within them. They have the internal resources to figure things out when things go sideways. You know, they, they give themselves their own pep talks. They are their own cheerleader. They are their own life coach. They go to themselves for advice. They go to themselves before they go to anyone else. That's that's independence in the true sense of it. It's not by having, you know, money or or things or, you know, whatever else is outside of us because anything can be taken from us at any time. But if you're self-reliant, you know, you, you'll be fine. Number nine, they are constantly evolving. Winston Churchill said, to improve is to change. To perfect is to change often. Let that sink in. To improve is to change. To perfect is to change often. This is the very essence of the creative spirit. The more you live, the more you learn. The more you know, the more you grow, and the more well-rounded individual you become. This is the fun part of being a god because you have freedom to experiment with your self-creation and your character and your personality. You get to, you know, pick what works and what doesn't. You get to, to play with your image and try out different things. You know? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually in that phase right now where I'm just trying to, you know, evolve. Anyway, number 10. They reflect often and always. Being able to reflect on things that, haven't hap- that, that, that have happened is, ex- is extremely powerful. It's underrated, man. When you reflect on something, especially a mistake or an, or, or an unfortunate event, your mind tends to learn from it and you're less likely to repeat it. Every event that occurs in your life holds a lesson if you would go back and look for it. Life is so fast-paced, I get it, so most people just keep it moving. You know what they say? Those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. And it's not often. I mean, it's, and, and, sorry, what am I saying? And it's not, the, it's, it's, not, it's not the first mistakes you make that mess you up. It's the ones that you keep repeating that will be your undoing. Number 11, they have vision. Imagine how powerful a person must be if they have both the ability to reflect on the past as well as the ability to imagine the future, all while remaining present. This 360 vision makes for some interesting life experiences and insight. You know, there's some real power in that. And this is a rare superpower, because to be able to see beyond the present moment, to see what could be, that's literally, that's literally, you know, you being in the spirit, man. And we only pray for that, we pray for that. Number 12, last but not least, they are interested only in the truth. They are very comfortable with confronting the truth about themselves and the world. There is power in seeing the world as it is instead of being willfully blind, which is what most of us are. You know, we take sides on all these different ideologies and issues without really trying to dig deep into the truth and knowing what's real. We just have such a, such a surface understanding of things. You know, when you, when you know the truth about yourself, 
you can take advantage of what works and change what doesn't. You know, gods are only are only concerned with what is true so that they can make the right decisions without bias or prejudice. They are constantly asking, what are the facts? Blessed is the man who can see things for what they are. Nothing holds a man back like the lies he tells to himself about himself. So those were my top 12 superpowers. Uh, By now, you have an idea of what kind of people fall into these categories. And you can begin to notice and observe, you know, other superpowers for yourself. And also, you may also think to yourself which ones you already have in you, which ones need work, and which ones you would like. So that's the idea, you know, when you you go through all these superpowers, it's just to show you... um, you know what is possible just to think about yourself and the world in a different way i hope you know so the more superpowers you have the more effective of a god you can be very few people have all these superpowers at once others have some but not all it all depends on the levels you aspire to you see god is the creator of the universe and we are creators of ourselves let me let me repeat that god is the creator of the universe and we are creators of ourselves we are we are all gods unto ourselves but there's levels to it some people have mastered their godly nature and have all kinds of psychological superpowers with which they use to take on the world others are still on the journey of earning their stripes and most people are not even aware of their godly nature they are still looking outward for the solutions to their problems. They are still being held back by petty things. I mean, it's truly empowering when you, when you begin to think of yourself as a god, you know, to hold yourself in the highest standard of human evolution. I want you to say to yourself, okay, I am a god. Say it right now, out loud. I am a god made in the image of God. Say it like you mean it, like you believe it. Say it often and always, and your mind will do the work to get you there. The idea of being a god is about embracing your individuality and the weirdness that comes with it. And who knows, maybe by doing you, you can one day inspire someone else to embrace their own quirks and use it to their advantage. Because everyone is unique, these superpowers manifest themselves in different ways. It's up to you to figure out what kind of god you can become, and then... Start to work towards it. Again, remember that the word God is useful for getting us to think about who we would like to evolve into. Each of us listening right now should have a sense of what we would like to be if we could be the best version of ourselves. It helps us refine our own ambitions. It's a mentality that I've personally found useful because once you get your mind right, the world becomes easier to manage. Opportunities begin to appear like you've never seen them. Ideas begin to flow. You know, things are more even keeled. You're not at any extreme. Life opens up. You're more energetic and more self-motivated. 
you know, your mental, spiritual, and physical state all peak when in your godly element. It's a gift you give to yourself that no one, no circumstance can take away. If you really, really enjoy my content and you feel compelled to support me monetarily, there's a link in the description of this episode that will direct you to a payment portal where you can sign up to make small, recurring, automatic, monthly payments. You have the option of donating $0.99, or $10. Your monthly donations will go to leveling up the show and bringing you the content you've come to know and love. Once you sign up, I'll be able to see exactly who is supporting me and I'll be sure to shout you out and show my appreciation. No pressure. And thank you in advance. In the next episode, I'll be sharing a list of books that helped me get my mind right. The books that got me thinking more deeply about the kind of person I wanted to be. The books that, at different stages of my career or my life, opened me up to what could be possible and helped me develop myself. Until then, thanks for listening. I hope it all made sense. I know I spoke a lot of things that could uh, be provocative or you know, popular, but I hope you take what works for you. Your feedback would be appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe and share. And do follow the Young God Pod on Instagram, as well as my post, my, my personal page, Rodney Avo, Rodney Avo on Instagram and Twitter. That said, that's all folks. Rodney, out.